Let's get this bitch started. Stupid yet the rhyme's so brilliant Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling What the blood clot, how did all these thug rocks Have me looking dumb hot, with my eyes all bloodshot Now that's a mugshot, in the making No need for ovens when you're waking Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H cubed up in this bitch Yes sir, yes sir, we back with another episode this week for y'all This week, of course, we're going to get y'all with a regular episode While we prepare the album reviews for y'all uh, We got Jack Harlow uh, coming up next week, should be next week mm-hmm. We should be ready for that And I am blanking on the next one right Snoop now Dog. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style yep. is after that as well So definitely stay tuned for those as well So And also thank y'all for tuning in for our regular episodes as well Why? As we talk about, you know, little shit that's going on in, in, in the world of, of what we call uh, the hip-hop industry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it seems like it might have been a little bit of a slow week. I mean, especially after last week with uh, the passing of DMX. And I know that was yeah, sure. that was huge for everybody. And uh, there's still a lot of emotions and, and just, you know, grief flying all around the industry right now. And just, you know, people in general. Because, again, it's like another one of the rap godfathers that we lost. And, you know, niggas that, you know, like I said last week, helped, helped raise us and shit like that. So... Nah, definitely, definitely, and I, and obviously we we've seen a lot of, uh, particularly a lot of East Coast rappers, but even even a lot of younger rappers. Um, I think Lil Baby, you know, changes his Instagram picture to a picture of DMX rapping. So um, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to to see. And, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Lil Baby's roughly around my age. So I I think I, I would understand the because you know in 2003 when. When uh, he released a lot of his biggest songs around that time, I feel like I feel like that was probably around the time where Lil Baby was probably around my age. Mm-hmm. I, I could see he had to have known that song is what is pretty much what I'm getting at. Like that's how big DMX was and, and how much of an outreach he had because I mean, everybody knew uh, you know a lot of all his biggest hits. You know, everybody yeah. knew everybody knew all of them. So yeah, he was just one of those people that just I mean I feel like it's not a lot of rappers. Um, I want to say from my generation that really translate and cross over to like the younger generation because you know they the younger people nowadays they don't we've already established that they don't really like go back and listen to a lot of the old school rappers from the 90s right. and stuff but it seems like dmx is one of those ones that pretty much everybody listened to at least they knew yeah. his his most popular shit so like it just kind of right. it was kind of it was it, it's i always find it weird when older rappers die because it's just like you know you're definitely going to hear from their fans and people in the industry but like i'm always surprised how the younger the younger rappers are going to react to it because i just feel like most of of them they're not gonna know it or they're gonna have heard of the person but not heard their music before so no for sure and and you know even for me somebody who's um i guess in the younger generation uh i'll like you said i mean obviously i know dmx i've you know listened to dmx before and a lot of these guys have passed but there are artists who definitely i've never really listened to more than maybe their whatever his song that they had you know what i mean like you know uh, Craig Mack, you know somebody that I knew obviously the, the one song, but that was pr- probably it really. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, regardless, like you know that that's that's just kind of how how that would go usually. Very true, very true. Like you know, the, it just doesn't always translate. But um, it's glad that he yeah. did. And uh, I don't know. I, let's 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 move on to something else before you start getting real sad again. Because I don't want yeah. no bullshit, no bullshit, <laughs> no bullshit. But definitely RIP. To Doc Man X, man. Exactly. And I guess, actually, let's, let's, we, we keep it in the quick morning real fast because I don't have too, too much to say about it. But um, we saw Black Rob, who was one of the mm. first, um, the first bad boy artists to really like blow up uh, behind Craig yeah. Mack. And I guess either right before or right after Biggie. I can't really remember. You know, niggas is getting old and smoke too much. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Black Rob is best known for the song Whoa. Everybody knows. Like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Everybody whoa. know that song. That is a. As a party song, like I feel Bro, like everybody, everybody knows. knows, everybody knows the uh, the beat to that drum. 
Because, you know, rap, niggas was rapping on that joint, like, mean back in the day when they used to just, you know, rap Hell on yeah. other people's shit. Like, that, you definitely yeah. right. I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me about that. Uh, that was a different era right there. I'm trying to tell you, though. I feel like that beat is so popular to everybody. Everybody knows that. Everybody's heard, like you said, somebody rap on that joint. Hell yeah. Sure. I, feel, I feel like that could be one of the joints, like, if, if Sway ever redoes, like, the five fingers of death uh, freestyle oh, yeah, he does if he sure. ever like uh, uses new beats on that joint like like whoa could be one of the joints he could put on there because that's just that's just one of them iconic ass beats that everybody has gone on and and, and to be honest it, it's like pretty I don't want to say easy to rap on but like it's it's pretty rapper friendly I guess if you will no you're right you're right because I mean it's a hard beat but it's you're right it's a good beat to go on like yeah it has a good pocket, a good, nice, steady flow. Not too, not too fast, not too slow. So it's pretty, it's pretty easy. The pocket to catch is pretty easy. Exactly. But uh, yeah, he, um, Black Rob, died at fifty-one, and we all saw him on uh, Instagram giving his love to 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 X when he passed, and everybody was like, "Well, whoa, what the fuck is wrong with Black Rob?" Because he was looking mad, skinny, and just like you know, real ashen, and just not well. It looked like he was sick, and he was obviously in a hospital bed. Come to find out, that man was homeless, and he was on dialysis, and just not doing well. So, I mean, prayers up to him, and prayers up to his family, and you know, his loved ones, because that just came out of left field seeing him like that i mean that came out that was like back when chadwick boseman died and he did that one he did some post for some movie or something i don't remember what exactly it was but he got on instagram or or fate or twitter or whatever and just looked like you know skinny and sick and everybody was like like, what the hell is wrong with chadwick you know what the hell blah 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 and then he died like a few weeks later and we all found out that he had cancer and he was just keeping it from us and i feel like this is just another thing like yeah black rob isn't as popular as chadwick was at that time of his passing but still like nobody knew like it was just just something like because it was one of those rappers that we lost track of throughout the years mm-hmm. and just basically just like anybody we let him lift uh slip through the system i mean this yeah. is this is one of bad boys founding artists like this man should have money he, he should, should at least have a, a home to live in exactly. at the least exactly and i mean that's the least it's just sad when you when you see rappers and ball players and they on the street homeless or they are on the street strung mm-hmm. out or you know like it's yeah. it's like I always want I w- I want to know how I wish I could remember that man's name oh the little light skin dude from uh that was in um Mark Cuban went to go find him because he used to play for uh, oh uh, for, Delonte for West yeah I want to know how he's doing because I remember there yeah, was videos of yeah, him sure. going around on the street looking mad crazy and I was like that can't be him and then the same mm-hmm. thing with uh the chick from. I don't remember if you remember, but the TV show In the House with LL Cool J. Uh, I don't think I ever watched that show. I, I wish I could remember the actress's name, but she was this fine black girl that was like in that was in the cast of that show, and mm-hmm. um, and she was like you know like the young hottie on the cast and everything, and they right, right, come right, to right. find out she's pictures of her at gas stations all fucked up and you know drugged out and everything like Bro. that and it's just like wow that, like these people that happens who, so much though it's crazy these people who spent years entertaining us and no one is taking care of them you know what i'm saying like yeah no and, and again the truth is though that a lot of people you know come from nothing you know what i mean and then they get this money and it's all new anything that's new i feel like if you don't have somebody to guide you through it or somebody you could trust to guide you through it for that matter then um then that's just gonna go as, as just as fast as that shit's coming in, you know. Because like, let's like you said, you know, him being one of the initial uh, founding uh, fathers of a of, of, of bad boy, I feel like it. Like you said, he should have at the bare minimum somewhere to live, things like that, you know. But he he didn't because he didn't have nobody to guide him. Now that leads me to something that I heard somebody say on the video I was watching the other day, pretty much saying that. Or a person was saying that he he feels that Diddy shouldn't feel obligated to help out Black Rob in the situation. Now, mm-hmm. just to, to make it clear to everybody, I think that uh, Black Rob, I don't know if it was his brother or somebody, somebody close to him came out and said that Diddy has been reaching out, right? But all that being said, right, he's, he was fucking homeless before he passed, mm-hmm. right? So that has to mean that somewhere on the line, Diddy didn't come in until pretty much all of us knew about this uh-huh. you know so i don't know you know and, and, and we were talking about you know this shit before the show how like you know okay this is a business the only difference is it's entertainment business and yeah. we all know about it the public knows about it exactly typically the public doesn't know about people's business endeavors you know what i mean like uh-huh. if you go into business with me probably me and you and maybe your spouse my spouse your, you know somebody close is probably the only person that would know about this or or any kind of you know interactions that's goes on between us 
but because they're in the entertainment business, we all know about this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. It's just it's sad man I don't know it's, it's difficult I think one of the worst things about it or one of the reasons that it's the most sad to us is that these I don't want to call them groups but I guess record labels that were essentially like they were supposed to be family like they considered themselves yeah, family you know like the true. bad yep. boy family you know the rough rider family um you know the death row family Arab, like the whole every every record label they were supposed to all be cool together like family and it's just sad to see that when certain things happen or you know as the time passes that like you know shit is just not like that because it's just like okay murder inc was one of the hottest record labels at one point in the 2000s and then they had their problems and their family broke apart instantly you know what i'm saying like yeah. i mean it's 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 just they go they they put that prestige or that that not the prestige what am i trying to say they put that air out that you know oh we're together we're family we're tight like that blah 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 and then when shit like this happens you're just like okay y'all really weren't all that tight like you know you know what's funny about this well not funny but i guess ironic better said Mm -hmm. is that just a few years ago maybe five years ago they had the bad boy reunion tour and i remember everybody was saying like i heard styles saying an interview on Techstone saying yeah man it felt good to, to, to be with everybody and everybody felt real Real close again and it was a good energy in the building uh-huh. and just five years so so my question is i'm um, as somebody who went to the to the bad boy you went to the bad boy you're into it right yes sir was was black robber on that tour do you remember nope that's see and that's kind of weird because they they that's people went weird. in yeah people went in because black rob wasn't there craig mack wasn't there and basically anybody basically okay of all the of all the acts that were there i'll tell you who was there Lil Kim perform. Mace did not perform his solo shit. He only performed with other people. Um, oh, that's weird. Diddy performed, that's of course. Weird. Yeah. He, uh, Faith Evans performed. Carl Thomas performed. 112 total. Um, Diddy's son and I guess his group or whatever did something. And then French Montana yeah. did like three songs. But I mean, you know, French don't have no solo songs, so he's just doing parts of right. all the way up and all and type of other shit. Um <laughs> yeah. and who else performed? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Was the locks on it? Yes, the locks, thank you very much. But again, they only did like a couple of songs too. So oh, okay. but it's just like you had Shine, who we already know is out of as out of jail. But I don't know if right. he can come back to the United States, so maybe that's well, why yeah. he wasn't on the tour. Because I heard when <laughs> right. they when they did the first one in Brooklyn, they they videoed him in and he did a live video performance from Belize to the mm. to the crowd there. And of course, you know he had his crowd, but they didn't they didn't do nothing like that. They didn't have Black Rob. They didn't have Craig Mack. None of them little groups. The 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 band. Um, I guess what are all them two little white girl groups? I can't remember either, neither one of them names. They wasn't there. All them new rappers, like he had that one white rapper that was out for a minute with him, looking like he was like Italian greaser or some shit like that. I don't know. He was weird, but he wasn't nowhere to be found. So like there was a lot right. of people that were not in the Bad Boy reunion tour, but it was a lot of the main ones. So I guess it's what people wanted. But again, some people got yeah. shitted out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like they were part of the Bad Boy family. They had songs and shit, but no, Diddy didn't give him a chance. So hey, whatever. Business. Yeah, and again, you know, that, that's... Again, you know, like, like like we were saying before, you know, business is business at the end of the day. And there's there's no difference between this being in the music business and let's say you doing business with somebody in real estate or some shit. You know, once you do business with them, do you really feel obligated to uh to help them? And I know like you were saying earlier, the difference is that, you know, the 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 fa- the, the idea of this being a big family, I I get that, but I also feel like at the end of the day it's still business and you know just like in sports you know sports teams do it all the time mm-hmm. where they'll they'll have they'll win a championship with somebody and in the very next year they'll just let they'll just let you go and yeah they won't resign you so it's 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 tricky man it's tricky but i feel like when you look at it from a business perspective that that's kind of kind of how i feel like diddy may have looked at it and, and i feel like like you said you don't get rich by helping everybody and 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 I don't get me, and I'm sure Diddy's helped a lot of people. I'm sure, but I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe this is one of those situations that we don't know about. And again, you know how Twitter and just I guess society is that as soon as you run with something with a, with an idea, it just it takes off and people just run with it. 
Yeah, that I mean that's <laughs> I couldn't have said that shit better myself. <laughs> Honestly. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's it's always a sad thing to hear about all this type of shit and um but yeah, let's move on to some more happier shit because I, I hate to bring down yeah, the show sure. twice early. <laughs> you know what for, I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> yeah, we 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 the whole early dog. No you. bull. Well, let's let's go ahead and raise our levels of ratchetness. And nice. um I have a feeling that this is about to be some like Dragon Ball Z level type bullshit that just keeps on hitting us over and over and over again, just getting worse and worse with each episode. But um Facts. apparently Saweetie got on a remix of some song called Seesaw and apparently goes in on Quavo calling him. Oh, I wish I could. I didn't write down the whole thing. And I need to I need to go back and look and see what it was that she said, because that was hilarious. And I thought I wrote the whole thing down. <laughs> I just definitely wrote down the word thought, but I didn't write down what she called him. My bad. God damn, of course I can't find it where I wrote it. Where? I, uh, oh, wait a minute. Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. I'm over here. This. I am messing up. My bad. I should have been prefer- <laughs> in the saw in seesaw. Like na- narcissistic figure- thought chaser or something like that. So how you figure ate the women that you thought? Oh, you I got it. Up in thoughts of the narcissist, you just made that cut. There you go. I on on a hip hop DX, it says Sweetie calls Quavo a thought humping narcissist on Seesaw collab. And look, man, I, I I mean, I mean that sound that sound like some just some nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, look, it, you knew like, what this uh, nigga was about when you got with him. Yeah, yeah. That look, let, 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 let's let's keep it funky, man. Look, I love Sweetie, man. I think she's fucking gorgeous i don't know if y'all was watching the, the fight yesterday but she was looking amazing out there let me just say that mm-hmm. and you know her, her music is okay whatever right? the point is in all of this is that i don't i don't know if i've voiced this on the podcast or not but to be completely honest with you after living with that video for however long it was it's been out so far i'm gonna be real with you dog hmm. i don't think quavo did anything wrong dog like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He might have, like, I, I just feel like she wanted to take something from him, and he just didn't let her. He did not. He didn't even mush her. You know, people were saying, oh, but he mushed her. I don't even think he mushed her, dog. I feel like, you know, it, things did get aggressive, but I feel like she was the aggressor. And, and because when she fell, he didn't do anything. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? But I haven't seen the video myself, but I definitely heard that she was the aggressor in the video. Yeah, so you know what I mean? And the reason I say that is because, you know, I feel like that's something that I could see myself, like, how I would handle a situation like that. Like, if I'm with a crazy girl, and again, we're saying she's crazy just because of, you know, we see in the video that she swung at him. Mm -hmm. Like, we see it in the video, so let's just put it down there, you know, she was swinging at him. So, you know, somebody swinging at you, I I feel like any one of us could be in a situation like that with a girl. And that's probably how any one of us would handle it because we're not gonna let this girl take some shit. I don't know, whatever it was in that bag. You know, they're saying it was it was a new like the Xbox Call of Duty joint or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I saw was Call of Duty because apparently it had Call of Duty on it. It was a, a Call of Duty case. Uh Come but on. and again, who knows what was in there? It might have been something else. I don't know. True, true. But the true. point the, the the point is that she tried to take that from it. And yeah, he didn't let her. And I feel like if you were the girl who's swinging at you you're not about to let her take this shit that you want to leave with like mm-hmm. that's just so i don't know but the point in, the, in all of this is is that i just feel like this is like you said you know because their relationship was so front and center with everybody they were everybody's favorite mm-hmm. you know quavo is a young you know he's popping dude you know everybody you know, he's a young popping dude mm-hmm. you know and sweetie's another young popping girl so they were just two good-looking people, rich people, and everybody, every, you know, obviously when you see that, you think perfection and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody loves that allure of it, but then you come to realize that that shit is a bunch of bullshit. So this is pretty much what it is, man, and this is the end result of all that, and I feel like, unfortunately, it's going to be messy, as any breakup is. The only difference is that this is on Front Street, just yeah. like every other fucking, you know, and, and, and I think that they should just pull a, a A-Rod and, 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 and J-Lo and just come out and like publicly both mutually say, "Yo, we're done." Yeah, uh, we're, you know, 
That hey, that's some rich motherfucking shit right there, dog. When you have to have your that representatives some... <laughs> yeah. let your official shit nigga, go, <laughs> nigga. When your reps make this announcement on ABC today, or, or what? What is it? Good morning today, or some, whatever it was on. Let's let's just say if you got reps, <laughs> if you got representatives yeah. to do that for you, yeah. Whether they on TV doing it or not, if you've got right. these niggas on staff, you doing yes. too much. Or you just a rich nigga, do your thing, whatever. I don't that's give a fuck. Stay out of other people's that's business. That's all I got to say. Because like right. this, this joke, like I said, I haven't seen the video. I don't want to see the video. I don't care at this point because it's yeah. just it, this is just like Dragon Ball Z nigga shit, just to amp up some more shit. Everybody on every really side is. is talking about some old dumb shit, and it's just gonna it's just gonna amplify the situation. We've already been down this road multiple times. We don't fucking learn <laughs> exactly. Don't learn. So at this point, I'm just sitting back with my popcorn and my soda, and I'm just gonna watch to see how it ends. But I mean, like, I mean, yeah. I already feel like this joint has already run its course because they've already broken up. They've already each had yeah, their thing to exactly. say on social media. Now they've already had their representative. They need to have their representative say some shit to make it official, official, I guess. But, um, like for real, y'all are like, I feel like people are just like amping this whole thing up just to keep the mess going. And I mean, it's, it it's probably more like the shade room and all these other Jones because, you know, they got to put something out there so that they can stay in circulation. Yeah. Well, and you know, they, how many times has the shade room put up shit that ain't true? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Or, or any of those Jones. So like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it happens because, you know, unfortunately in the era that we live in, in the media, mm -hmm. it's more about who gets it quicker than who, about who gets it right. Exactly. You can always go back and just edit the shit and be like, oh, my bad. But you already, it already came out. Mm -hmm. It already came out how the, the narrative has already been painted. So that's, that's the problem with, with media today is that, mm -hmm. yeah, you can go back and clean it and edit it and be like, oh, we made a mistake. But shit niggas ain't gonna reread that shit exactly. niggas is gonna be like yeah i read this on the washington Post, or i read this on nbc or i read this on cnn or fox or whatever and they're not gonna go back and, and reread that shit exactly. that's just what they saw and, that, and that's what they go with so. exactly and I, I hate to bring it back to this but the death of dmx was a thing was the same shit because they people was talking about mm -hmm. uh on, oh, yeah. Insta on instagram and shit that he was dead two days before he died and i was just like we were, yeah. Everybody was putting up all this RIP DMX stuff, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute now. I'm going to go look it up on different shit, and if I don't see it on any, if I don't see it on some reputable news source, I don't just see it on the Shade Room or or Bossup or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Like, yo, if I don't see it on some reputable shit, like if CNN ain't talking about it, uh, okay. If if you know, if yo, the, BBC ain't talking shit. about it, I ain't. You know. <laughs> that's some weird shit that motherfuckers is like on a race to be the first one to say. You know, either, you know, I guess in this case, uh, rest in peace or, uh -huh. you know, whatever it may be the case. But in this case, uh, rest in peace when people die. To the people when they die, I don't, I don't I don't know what the infatuation of it is with people to be the first ones or to know or to say. Or, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing, dog. It's just a weird thing. I don't know, man. Like, well, then again, you know, our, our press and our news shit nowadays doesn't really go off of, like, what's actually news and what's actually right and what's actually yeah. truth they just kind of like spit out the first headline that's going to get them the most viewers on right. whichever platform they're trying to do it so yeah, always got to take everything with a grain of salt when it comes to the news especially that's now so right. which is sad but I, agree. Hey, fuck it. I agree oh yeah uh ar ab man sentenced to oh, yeah, 45 man. years on rico charges uh, yeah man so uh, for those of y'all that, that aren't familiar with the case, A.R.I.B. Is, is a rapper from Philly. Um, I believe, you know, had a brief, very brief, I guess, small beef with uh, Meek Mill for a second because, you know, obviously when two niggas come from the same area, that's just what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I believe that was squashed at some point. And yeah, but, but you know, A.R.I.B. had music that was, you know, somewhat popping and bubbling and shit. And then pretty much you were saying that uh, the same or similar to murder ink thing happened to them which is that they were um essentially using or, or or i guess got convicted of using this you know record label that they had as a front for or as a cover for um for pretty much illegal activities mm -hmm. and yeah man and he got sentenced to 45 years i believe on i believe on rico charges mm. which obviously came with all this extra shit on it and it's just it's fucking crazy dog um it's, it's sad because if i'm not mistaken i think he's at least in his late 30s if not in his 40s yeah so i mean he might not come home yeah he might not ever get out he might die in prison and uh i'm sure he got kids 
I'm sure he has all that shit. Mm-hmm. And that, again, dog, it, it really is sad. And I don't know, man. It's just, it's fucked up because I feel like, you know, this is somebody, granted, I, I get, you know, shit was happening a certain way. But I feel like if, if, if you know, he had gotten to a certain point, or at least I would hope that he would leave all the street shit behind and shit like that. And, and it's fucked up because they see that this is happening. They see that this is probably what he wanted to do. But yet they still let the whole fucking book on his ass, mm-hmm. which is fucked up because, you know, also essentially, I feel like you have to consider why people do what they do when it comes for any kind of punishment. You have to, because if somebody I feel like if if I have food and I take food from you, I feel like my punishment should be more than somebody who doesn't have food that takes food from you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like that's like the right way to, you know, hand out punishment. But I guess in this case, you know, it's. Well, you know, in, that way that- in like Rico cases, they have, they're, you know, they're always looking at a whole rack of people at that point and they're trying to get everybody on everything that they can get them on. But like you said, like, yes, yeah. you should look at why the person did the crime and when their punishment should be, you know, uh, suitable to that. But then again, as we've talked a little bit about before, we kind of have a, uh, I don't want to say pay for play because that's not technically what it is, but it's like basically, oh, private, um, what do you call it? Privately funded prisons or whatever it is, but it's basically oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the prison makes more money with the more prisoners yeah. it has in there, and they yeah. basically do kind of like what um what the niggas do with Congress was they basically grease their palms in order to get them to do shit for whatever corporation this is or whatever yeah. industry blah 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 blah. Um, so basically they get their hands greased they make more money so that they slap more motherfuckers in there they they i'm i'm i don't know if it's true but what i'm assuming what i've heard is that these people will grease like you know da's and lawyers palms or everything so that they'll just go after convictions and i mean we've already seen that people get convicted for shit that they obviously are not guilty of and motherfuckers don't care because they get that recognition from putting a dangerous air quotes dangerous person behind bars right and that right. will advance their career so they're not really you know they don't really care about some you know poor person that they basically you know cr- they criminalize poor people in this country that's really what it is yeah if you're no, poor I mean, is, yeah. no matter what it is they're going to throw the book at you as hard as they can it's like i just did this to feed my family so that i could put you know clothes on my baby's back we don't really care you stole from this person boom yeah. you get the maximum amount because you're a person of color blah 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 blah, blah. so like, and that's so crazy because again like i like i was saying earlier and, and pretty much like you just said it ha- context has to matter when mm-hmm. it comes to, to these countries it has to matter because like you said if you're somebody who didn't need to do this and you did it anyways then that's that shows more malice behind your action but if it was something that you had to do mm-hmm. then what the fuck nigga like i feel like it should be okay granted fi- fine if you have to give a punishment fair but it can't be anywhere near what it is of somebody who knew what they were doing and didn't have to do it and did it anyways exactly and then that also goes into the recidivism, which is basically motherfuckers going back to jail because, you know, you already been to jail. You already got that record. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't want to hire you because you got that record. And right. now you back to square one trying to make it so that you can survive. And then you get caught up in some other dumb shit. And they're like, oh, well, you was just in jail for X amount of time. Well, we're going to send your ass right the fuck back. Nigga, go ahead. Right. Exactly. So I don't know, man. It, it, it's a sad story, though. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with ARF. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully... You know, I, I'm not too familiar with this, or if, if if I'm even using the terminology correct, but hopefully, some sort of appeal could come up. You know, before you know all that shit happens, and he can get out at least to see his kids growing up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that that that's that's just that's just sad, man. That's true, but yeah, when you caught up in Rico charges, man, that shit is hard to. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's just hard, man, because they trying to pin as many things on you as they can. Whatever they got yeah, on sure. on the group, they're going to try and pin on everybody. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, sure. I feel for him. Uh, but, like, I just hope that this uh, tells the youth, man, just don't yeah, do bro. this dumb shit, yo. Especially if you've got, a, like, bro. a possibly promising or a promising career. Because we didn't seen a lot of promising rappers go, go to jail. We didn't seen a lot of promising rappers get killed. You know what I'm saying? like, And it's all, it's all for shit that they didn't have to do. So, you know... And it's so funny because, like, the older I get, the more I realize that, like, if you're in a situation where, like, you have to or you you can do some ignorant shit or some dumb shit or some shit you're not supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and you don't need to do it, bro, I feel like it's the stupidest thing you could ever do because just because of how much the consequences are. And I feel like, again, like I said, if you don't need to do it, I just feel like it, it just does not 
the benefits do not outweigh, you know, I guess the uh, in this case the um, the uh, like the the negatives of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. so hey, like I said, learn from this. Use it as lessons, y'all. Don't get into no yep. dumb shit, especially if you got oh. any kind of promising career, whether you're a musician or whatever. Oh yeah, especially especially that. Stay out them streets. You can't be you can't be legit and in the streets at the same time, though. It just doesn't nope, work. It, it don't work, man. You got too much eyes on you, man. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Rolling Loud for this year, of course, twenty twenty one is supposed to be in Miami, and Jonah got postponed. Um, not sure when it's postponed for at this point, but if it's in Florida, it probably won't be until like later on the summer. <laughs> I'm about to say, I, I, I doubt it'll be postponed for that much longer because, I mean. Florida has been open essentially this whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. I'm curious as if I'm curious if they're using COVID as an excuse, and maybe they just didn't sell enough tickets. I don't know. That's that just would saying, be because like uh, I said, that, I would be interested reason, to know that. The reason I say that is just because, like I said, uh, Florida has not shut down at all, or at a very minimum rate, at least. Mm. Yeah, they. I think they shut down for like maybe a week completely and then they were yeah. like nah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah no that's literally what the niggas said they were like nah fuck all that y'all is bugging we going back to our shit right i can suck our dick so, that's really what they said oh yeah rolling loud is supposed to be in about two weeks time it's supposed to be from may 8th to may 10th and mm-hmm. i mean it looks like they got yeah they actually got a list of motherfuckers that's gonna be on there because what friday uh, just the just the first line, um, yeah. is Twenty One Savage, Playboy Cardi, Trippy Red, The Baby, Megan The Stallion, Rick Ross, Lil Tecca, and Suicide Boys, and then oh, after and then there's still at least four. There's three other lines of artists on there, and then on Saturday the top line: Young Thug, Lil Baby, Big Sean, Gunna, Sway Lee, Lil Pump, Aesop Ferg, Nav, uh, Sheck West, and Blueface. And then there's like another four lines of people that were supposed to perform that day. And then on yeah. the last day, the first line is uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Roddy Rich, Tyga, YG, Gucci Man, Lil Yachty, uh, Ski Mask, The Slump God, City Girls, and Lil TJ. And then there's another four lines of people that were supposed to perform. So yeah, like, yeah, that's that's a pretty star-studded lineup. Yeah, man. This oh, oh, and they got the past lineups on here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. But yeah, man, this this looked like it was gonna be a legit concert like i probably would have checked out a good amount of these uh artists that i'm looking at right oh, yeah, now for sure, for sure. um oh yeah because what action bronson is in there currencies in there plies you see you see push ice in there i'm looking right now let me see oh jack boy is in there uh casanova famous decks casanova is definitely in jail oh shit well i guess yeah, i guess he wasn't gonna perform <laughs> oh wale, wale uh chief keef t-pain moneybag yo bro that is a vicious lineup soldier boy Dave East, uh, Quando Rondo. Uh, uh, oh, there's no way he's about to be falling down. Uh, hell no. Nah. And let me see. Polo G, Lil Sykes, Juicy J, Young Dolph, Doja Cat, Lil Dirk, NLE Chopper, Young and Mace. Damn, Smoke Perp, Griselda Family. God damn! <laughs> Nigga. Yo, but I don't see Pooh Shiesty on here. Regardless, man, that list is, is, is nuts. No, that's a, that's a good list. Yes. I've been to festivals before, and granted, it was a one-day festival, not a three-day festival. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that that is that is a vicious festival, though. Because I feel like Rolling Loud, uh, as of late, it hasn't been as like like the bigger artists have kind of waited for like other festivals, like bigger festivals, I guess. But I guess you know since niggas haven't been performing, they get it on every festival stage they can. Yeah, because I mean, I think I think at this point. I mean, obviously, it's money bound too. But at this point, I feel like a lot of artists just want to get back on stage and perform. Because I mean, most yeah, artists—that's sure. what they love to fucking do. And honestly, it's what does bring them the most money. So, yeah, dog. Like, I, I seen. Um, I was watching a. Um, like my dad, it's it's crazy. My dad called uh, a, a radio station, and I guess he thought he won tickets to an actual concert, but it was actually to a virtual concert. Uh. And, and but but there was actual people because this joint was in Florida as well. But it, it was actually pretty dope. Uh, but the point is that whoever the, the the nigga was that was that was singing, like in between songs, he was like, "Yeah, man, you know this, this shit. I'm not gonna lie. You know, the, I've been singing for for ten, fifteen years, however, or twenty years, however long it was." And he was like, "But you know, 
I've never in my career not performed in over a year. It's never happened mm-hmm. in my entire career. So these guys, I mean, they dog, just like everybody, they get cold. They get, you know, they, they need to get back into the rhythm of things. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I feel like, when, like, you know, like we were saying, they're going to take every joint that they can get just so that when they get back into, like, tour mode for their own tour where they can't afford to have those kind of slip-ups, man, they'll have all that shit figured out already. Very true. Hold on one second, my bad. Now, I feel like um, when it comes to performing, that's why these versus battles have gotten a lot more into actual, like, concert mode where the people are actually performing right. the songs versus just playing them with a the DJ. Right. It's because I, they probably miss performing and they just want to, they try to scratch that itch that they haven't been. I mean, how many of these artists do you think since they've actually been popping? And I'm talking about like the actual popping artists, not the ones that are just, you know, pop up every now and then, but the ones that are continuously on the music scene. They continuously yeah. go out and everything. How many, like you said, like this, like you said, the, the man that your dad went to go see or your dad saw, like how many, mm. how many of these people have not performed for that long a time since they started performing? I mean, I can't imagine that too many artists go more than a year without doing at least one live performance. At least, no, nah, hell no. It, it doesn't even matter. Like, like you said, if you're somebody who's a, you know, somebody in your field or in your, in your genre of music, mm-hmm. like you said, somebody's going to hire you to perform somewhere mm-hmm. for sure. It doesn't matter. Big, small event. You're going to perform. It's what you do. Exactly. So, you know. And honestly, like, I mean, shit, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to, you know, you get that thrill of being on stage. And I mean, honestly, it is, it's a very addictive feeling being on stage, you know, performing in front of a crowd. And then you go from doing that all the time to not doing it at all. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely just gotta be a blow. Like, you know, so. I mean, and and let's think about it, right? Like a lot of these artists, you know, their egos are humongous and their egos get stroked on stage like a motherfucker though you got a whole bunch of people looking at you and clapping for you and singing every song to your every word to your song so that's an ego stroke in its own that they're not getting that i don't care what anybody says they're definitely missing for Uh sure yeah exactly exactly and like you said they've been performing so long that's just a part of them at this point so yeah they need it it's like a drug they need that shit exactly all right well yeah well I actually I would be interested in seeing the majority of Rolling Loud this shit. Like <laughs> honestly, like yeah, most no, of the time that shit, that shit. they got artists I don't never give a fuck about. I mean, they got a lot of mm-hmm. artists on here I don't give a fuck about simply because it's I mean, bruh, there's four lines of artists on every one of these jumps. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah. But I mean, yeah, I would love to see a lot of these artists. So Rolling Loud looks like oh, it'll yeah. be official. But um, yeah, yeah. it's actually speaking of those online concerts, the virtual ones, I almost bought tickets, mm-hmm. I think it was for this past Friday. Uh, three eleven mm. was doing a concert where they were doing they were performing the entirety of their album Sound System and it's like one of their most famous albums, and I yeah. almost bought the tickets to go see it because I think they were like twenty five bucks to just you know go in virtually and get access to the thing, but um, yeah. since I had to work on Friday I was like nah let me not do that because I don't want to like miss it because I was tired and, and all that other mess you know and 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 that's something that if you're gonna pay for something like that nigga you have to hook up the speakers. You have to have some food. You have mm-hmm. to have some drink. You have, to, you have to be smoking one. Exactly. You can't. You can't just like nigga. I would never watch it on my fucking phone at work. You know what oh, I mean? Hell like, no. I would ne- and see, that's just, my nigga, that's my problem that. with verses. I wish they had a way to do verses on TV. Bro, you can. What are you talking about? Well, for where? Because the only time I see it is when you go on like uh YouTube, and if you you know cast your YouTube to the TV or whatever, you can see it. But it's always somebody commenting on it and shit like that, along with the performance. Like I can't just view that live. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. You've never been able to find just the, the stream of the song. Not not the shit that's live. Like I can go back the next day and watch the whole thing on my on my on like stream it on YouTube to the thing. But whenever yeah. it's like going live, I can never catch a pure one that it's just the the actual verses, not somebody commenting on it or it's part of somebody's like live stream for some reason or whatever. There's just a whole bunch of extra shit going on that is annoying. Now, what you uh do you have Apple Music? I do not, no. Oh uh, well I guess Apple Music they, they kind of you can watch on Apple Music and that's how I did it before. I just Chromecasted it to the fucking uh to T V mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that show's pretty lit. That show's pretty I'm tight. Let's see if there's another way to do that because maybe they do it on. Nah, you should be able to do it also. No, they they should because you know on Instagram that's how I would watch it at work. But they should make it so you can Chromecast your your Instagram, hmm. whatever's on Instagram to your shit. But I'll have to try this thing that's, out. I have to figure it out. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, you don't, I love you. watching these verses, but I can't stand having to have my phone up the whole time because. Nah, dog. Even if you have it hooked up to speakers, 
I gotta watch it on a big screen. Mm-hmm. I gotta like like I feel like I would have been so much more at peace and just satisfied with watching Jada Kids Wild Out on the big screen TV as opposed to on my phone. Yes, my nigga, yes. That's why I always yeah. go back and watch the replays. Like that's I because I like to watch them on TV. I've never I at this yeah. point like I don't I haven't watched any of the live verses in a while. Like I always just right. wait until uh oh shit. Speaking of which, Red Man and Method Man on April 20th, which is a Tuesday, which is this coming Tuesday. Yeah, 420 at 5 oh, p.m. That's, that's at 5 p.m.? Oh, that's Pacific time. Like 8 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Okay, I'm about to say. That didn't make sense. Let me see. You can watch it on the tr- Triller app on your TV or with Fire TV app. Oh, with... Uh, no, that's not Fire TV. F-I-T-E. Fight TV? I don't know what that is. Fit TV? Fit TV? I ain't no shit. I don't know. Fit TV? I ain't never heard of this shit. Nigga, where's Kissing Air? You could find it from the plug somewhere. Probably. Somebody's gonna, have, <laughs> somebody's gonna have a stream that's not stupid on Thriller or Triller or whatever. It's just called. <laughs> Again, we're not condoning this. We're just saying. Exactly. Just saying. Somebody's gonna have it somewhere. And if you can find it, take advantage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, take advantage. You know, we're not gonna tell you where to find it. But we will tell you that it is out there. It's out there, but you got to do the work. We can't give you all the answers. You, know you got to do the work. <laughs> no, that's not how life works, man. Not how life works. All right. And um, I think the last thing we had on the on the schedule today, uh, before we slide into some first listens for y'all, it's actually been a hot topic. And we talked about it a little bit last week, I think. Or we kind of brought it up, but didn't really bring it up in this context. And apparently uh, Charlemagne the God brought it up and stirred up some shit. But apparently if there was a battle to go on, a versus battle mm. between Beyonce Knowles and Rihanna Fenty, yes. who would come out on top? And honestly, I'm going to just say this to begin with. That's a hard question. It really is. Because they it both really got hits. And you know, it's funny because, all right. If y- y- y'all can't see this right now, but I, I got at le- I got three Rihanna posters in my room. Okay, <laughs> now, granted, m- the majority of the reason is because I just think she's a gorgeous woman, but I also really like her music as well. I think I think her music is pretty dope, and you know, for that, I would say I'm a little biased. But at some point, I thought to myself, Nah, I'm gonna put my bias to the side. There's no way that Rihanna uh, could catch up with with Beyonce as far as like you know. In the verses, but then really thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I'm tripping. She definitely could keep up with her because I just I feel like comparing both of them is like it really is close. Like mm-hmm. if you really look at it, it really is close. Yeah. Somebody was saying, I think I was listening to Brilliant Idiots, and somebody was yeah. saying, I don't remember if it was Charlemagne. I think it probably was Charlemagne, but they were saying that um probably it would be hard simply because like. I think I think Beyonce has definitely has more of a female fan base than she does a male fan base, but I feel like yeah. dudes were more likely to listen to Rihanna or to like Rihanna's music than they necessarily would be a Beyonce's music. I know I know why too because I feel like Rihanna's music is more um, out there than Beyonce, if you will. Like in a sense that like like Rihanna makes a lot of very sexual songs, mm-hmm. but I feel like Beyonce not as much. She kind of makes it more from like the woman side of, mm-hmm. of how. I mean, for example, Lemonade. That whole album is from the woman side of of somebody who got cheated on. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I take it so, back even further than that. Go to Destiny's Child's second album, The Writings on the Wall, which I affectionately referred to as the man-hating album back in the day because all they did <laughs> was have like 12, 13, 14 songs about niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, you know what I mean? So, I, I feel like for that alone, you know, Beyonce, I mean, I mean, uh, not Beyonce, Rihanna, a lot of her songs, a lot of her major songs uh, are, are, you know, collaborations with, with other artists, with mm-hmm. other rappers. So, I feel like for that reason, it's easier for, like, for example, I know if, if you like, if, if anybody doesn't like any Rihanna song, they like uh, Run This Town with Jay-Z mm-hmm. and, and Kanye and, 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 and you know, there's, there's a couple of songs that Rihanna's on that caters to everybody mm-hmm. yeah you're right you're right so so it'd be close man it really would be close and i you know again i know that the beehive and a lot of people who you know just and, you know again you know everybody like i think you were saying that you know rihanna you know beyonce is probably a better singer than, than rihanna for mm-hmm. sure but you know when we're talking about hits and we're talking about you know I guess star power and all that shit. I think Rihanna's right up there, dog. Like you can't deny that. That like, At all. yeah, Beyonce has has maybe had 
I don't even know if you could say she's had bigger moments because I don't know if she has. I just want to say that Beyonce is like, she's a more polished act than Rihanna is. And the fact that, you know, she, she goes with the extravagance of the costumes and shit. She goes with the extravagance of the dancing and, you know, the mood that she sets at her concerts. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen, um, I've never seen Rihanna perform live, but the like, you know, live in person, but like the live stuff mm. that I've seen her do on TV and shit versus the live stuff I've seen Beyonce do. Beyonce is like a yeah. whole theatric production with Rihanna. It's just a fucking show. Come out, have fun. We're going to get down. We're going to party, blah, 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 blah. But Beyonce puts this whole extra theatrical thing into it, which is why I think most people would say they like her more, blah, 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 blah. But like, I just don't think that, you know, I don't, it's not necessary for Rihanna. So she doesn't have to go on all that extra stuff. She just goes out there, puts out that music, gets it cranking. Cause like, I don't really know Rihanna too much to dance other than to just wind up her hips. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to forgive you for a second because you, you say you've never seen uh, Rihanna perform in person. Yeah. Now, now as a, as a, as a Rihanna fan club member, nigga, <laughs> I've seen my girl perform uh, twice, if not three times, twice. Mm-hmm. And no, no, don't get it twisted. Uh, um, 100%. I, I will never deny the fact that I feel like Beyonce's artistry is more chiseled, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's more, mm-hmm. it's more exact. You know, and the reason I say that is just thinking about the uh, the joint. Where, what was that joint where she was in a football field for for the Super Bowl? Oh, that um, fuck. The uh, song was she, was she? That was wasn't that um, god damn, that was off Lemonade. Was um, that, was that who? Uh, that wasn't who run the world, is it? No. Uh, fuck. What was it? God damn it. Yeah, it was off of Lemonade. But the, the point is that I feel like that, something like that, I, I wouldn't see Rihanna doing. But Rihanna does do a lot of a lot of shit, a lot of uh, coordinate, coordinated uh, dancing in, in her concerts. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. assuming that she would, yeah. Because like I said, I've never seen her live. I've only seen her live like on TV performing. And her, yeah. her, her stuff on TV is way more toned down. Even when she does wild shit, it's way more toned down than the shit Beyonce does. It's like Rihanna can go on stage with like, six or seven other people and give you a really good show but beyonce gonna come on there with 15 dances like eight backup singers like you know a mm-hmm. whole 10 15 piece band and all that other shit and i feel like rihanna just doesn't always need to do that extra to show that she can put on a good show but i feel like beyonce is constantly having to one up herself no matter where she's performing or what she's doing right now now let me ask you does that add to who wins the verses like the performance i don't think so because at the when it comes to the the versus performance we're just going off of hit songs like song versus song like you know blah blah right. blah, blah, blah we're not really putting into account performance but mm-hmm. like just like when i was when i would always c- go against my ex with beyonce because she was a huge beyonce fan and i'm not really a beyonce fan but um mm-hmm. she was just like no you have to go see her perform because she does this and that and this and every time i hear somebody talk about beyonce they're always like oh you have to see this you got to see this blah blah blah, blah. it's not really like listening to this song or listening to this song it's more right, about the right, performance right. of that song. yeah i mean I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest with you dog um and i was talking about the show with my boy and and at first, I thought it was just for Spanish music, like uh, merengue and bachata. Mm-hmm. I thought that, because I really, really like uh, live versions of, of, you know, merengue and bachata, right? Yeah. And come to think of it, I really like live versions of just about every version of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's, it's like a level of rawness to it, or like, like, just, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, I feel like almost every time, a good artist will change up like something either a note or like a pitch or something mm-hmm. about the performance that makes it kind of like special about that performance and i've noticed that with a lot of artists that they'll do that that they'll like change up how like they say certain things in the song where they put the you know certain points of uh like attention on the song and i don't know i just i just think that that that's something that's really unique to live performances it, yeah. it really is. And I, I give you this from another example from the world of pop music. Cause I feel like pop music essentially does this very well. Uh, mm-hmm. when it's like switching up the songs, but keeping them the same for a performance. And mm-hmm. y'all can oh, yeah, diss yeah. me all you want to, but the motherfucking Spice Girls. I love the fucking Spice Girls. And they have this <laughs> one song called Viva Forever and it's a really slow song. And when they did like their little reunion tour, I saw like a little clips of them performing and they turned yeah. the slowest song that they've probably ever sang on an album into like yeah. a Spanish flamenco joint 
to the point where they were fucking doing <laughs> yeah. the fucking dance steps with the dudes during the breakdown and shit like that. And I was like, yo, yeah. this is a really vicious version of this song. Like, this is like dope as fuck. Yeah. And it's just like, it was still a slow song, but it had that, the other elements to it. It was, it was just really vicious. And I, like you said, I love it when motherfuckers do that to, the, to their music. Nigga. I, I went to somebody who who did that, um, and I noticed this, and this is something I really appreciate too. Uh, is uh, Childish Gambino. When I first went to go see him, he was performing in the Fillmore right here in uh, in Silver Spring, mm-hmm. uh, and he did this there too. Where um, again, it wasn't that that drastic of a change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was kind of like a live band playing like the beat instead yeah. of you know a, a instrumental playing, but he also changed like. The pitch and that he was singing it, or like where he, you know, just shit like like mm-hmm. little things that, and it blows me because every time, unless you're able to find it on YouTube, it's hard to find that exact performance. So you're mm-hmm. just like, this is the one that hits the chord that I need to hear every mm-hmm. time. Uh, if I can't find this shit, I'm gonna be really blown because because nigga, when I again I went to go see Childish Gambino perform at the Verizon Center like two years ago. And he performed uh, his song "Summertime Magic," and it was like a, like just the way that like he sung certain parts of it. I was like, "Yo, he should have like." I wish this was the original song, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it just it never happens that way. And then if you're lucky, you're able to find like a video of it. But then if you're not, then yeah. you just kind of got a little copy of it. I mean, that's why I used to love, uh, and, and I was happy to hear that they were coming out. I think we talked about it like maybe a couple months ago, but um, MTV Unplugged. I don't remember if you remember mm, that yeah. series, but they would have yeah. everybody come and do shit. So Jay's and it was like they were famous performances and you got some of the best live versions of songs and they they put them on albums and shit. So you could always have it. I mean, the Foo Fighters did one. Jay-Z did one. Mary J. Blige like did unplugged? one. Is that like unplugged kind of? Yeah, it's them just with a, like with a backing band. Like when Jay-Z did it, he had the roots back him. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But isn't it unplugged? Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Mm hmm. Is that, what, is that what you said? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I thought I thought you said Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it was a yeah. series where everybody just basically came and they did Bro, acoustic versions of all the music, and it was my, so vicious. One of my favorite fucking albums ever is the fucking Lauren Hill Unplugged joint. That is a good fucking album. That joint, uh, the the Nirvana Unplugged is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, honestly, no bullshit, y'all. Because I know you know it's crazy because I'm thinking this. I'm about to be thirty in two years. <laughs> And, you know, there's a lot of younger niggas out there that, because I barely knew about this. So I feel like there's a lot of younger people out there that don't know about this. If y'all have never heard Unplugged, MTV Unplugged, mm-hmm. dog, y'all have to go and check that out. Because like like he said, that's exactly pretty much what we're saying. It's like live versions or live performed versions of songs that, you know, you might really like. And, and it just usually, if they're a really good artist, which a lot of these people are, they'll change shit up and mm-hmm. it'll just be a really it's a really unique experience to me. There have been some epic performances on the fucking Unplugged series. And I mean, it's it's just a vibe. It's a vibe about live music. And again, it's like one of the things that I definitely between travel and live music. Those are the two things that I really missed in the last year. Like I miss going oh, yeah. to concerts and I miss going places. Hell yeah. That's like I used to go Bro. to places to go to concerts. I mean, <laughs> no, for sure. Nigga, no bullshit, dog. As soon as this shit clears up and niggas get, you know, vaccinated and all that shit, dog. I'm about to fucking go to a concert, dog. I have to, dog. As soon as there's a concert open and available, I have to, dog. Exactly. Like you said, it's been over a year at this point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's defeated for sure. Hey, I mean, it's something we got. Uh, uh, hopefully, this shit starts back up again. Like I fucking can't I know. wait. But I uh, know, dog. let's go ahead and slide into these uh, first listens. So you know, as we're gonna do uh, this week's first listen, of course, we're gonna hit my man Thugger up. He had to drop the new Slime Language 2, which is the YSL, his uh, record label or, you know, record group. Pretty much, if you look at the cover of this joint, there's about maybe roughly around 20 people in there. Yeah. So I think there's about, that must mean there's about 20 people on this song. Um, and just by looking at the features on it, uh, it looks like that might be a pretty, <laughs> pretty accurate assessment of that. But I've heard a couple songs on here that are doing really good. And I think I know which ones I want to listen to. I think I'm ready, man. I think I'm ready to go whenever you are. All right, so what's the first track you want to do, my friend? Let's do number two, because I've, I've heard the joint on, on, on Instagram. I've heard a little snippet of it, okay. and that joint sounded hard, dog. So let's let's do Ski, number two. All right, bet. Let's do ski. it. Ski! All right, let's go. A few moments later. Let me just say so. that that was that meme where they show Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen back-to-back 
but both of them scoring 30 points, 15 assists, 10 rebounds, 5 steals. This shit, this shit right here, man. <laughs> this is what I want from Young Thug and Gunna. This is it. I love the beat. I think the beat was perfect. I think the hook, simple as hell. Mm-hmm. Of course, like always, repetitive, I guess, if you want to say that. But it was definitely Thug. I think Thug showed Thug. Thug blows my mind with the with the cadences that he hits and then just the melody that he's able to fit into these cadences a lot of times. And I heard that in this joint. And yeah, this joint was really dope to me. This is this is this is a really good song to me. To me. I did really like this song. Uh the beat, like you said, is is fantastic. And I did like the way that Thug was flowing on the joint. It's always my my only complaint about Thug Dog is that I can't understand about a quarter of the shit that he says on a song. He always just randomly starts talking, and I can't understand. No matter how high, I turn the volume up, I just don't get what he's saying because it sounds like gibberish. But it sounded like good gibberish over the beat, so I can't be mad at you. <laughs> no, and, and that's that's all that I'm saying. Dog. When you had a when you when you hopefully at a at a COVID free barbecue <laughs> at some point this summer, you know you don't want some shit that you're gonna be, you know. Listening to intricately to mm-hmm. you gonna need that you gonna need that thugger in the background. This 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 what uh this this is this is it right here. This is something. This is cookout seventy degrees, sun going down, weather, mm-hmm. and you got the fucking grill running, and you drinking the fucking whatever the fuck you drinking, and you smoking whatever the fuck you smoking. So and I, I will say that I feel like Young Thug is starting to grow on me, and I feel like that's because he is becoming a better artist. But like when oh, he yeah, first came sure. out, I could not stand Young Thug. But then when he when he came out with the London, and I could actually hear him saying some shit, like understand what the fuck he was saying for the most part, I was like, okay, Thug, like you 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 different, you got some shit on you, I, and I'll check him out. But I mean, and pretty much everything except for one song that he was featured on for some album we did a review on, I could not understand him for shit. So I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. he said on that joint. But, I mean, he's been sounding pretty good to me recently. So, you know, I i ain't got nothing but praise for him. You know, keep doing your thing, Thug. I like what you're doing. Nah, dog, this joint, this joint was definitely like that. You know, I, I just feel like the thing about, um, about Young Thug is that, again, he was very unpolished. He was just very raw energy. And I feel like, you know, if you're able to polish rawness up, mm-hmm. You get something really good a lot of times. Yeah. Because that's that's kind of like the issue with Ronis is that a lot of times it's it's uncontrollable. It's just all over the place. And of course, this is when he was doing the dress shit. This is when he was doing the, you know, kissy kissing his friend shit and all mm-hmm. that other shit. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Eventually he dropped that. We haven't seen him do any of that, any such shit in a long time. That's true. Nigga dresses like a nigga dresses like a dude now. You know what I mean? So um I don't know. I just think Thug at this point. He saw that that shit was not about to work financially for him. It was again, yeah, like, let's 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 not let's not yeah. do that. I think the the dress shit was just trying to like get his name out there, get him more visible and shit like that. And like, I don't know if that was really him or whatever. Maybe he was just doing some shock value shit on some like we discussed last time, like some Lady Gaga shit. But um, hey, as long as you putting out good music, nigga, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck. Nah, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Who cares? So, learn to separate the artist from the fucking music, y'all. Yeah. There you go. That's one thing we definitely got to do. Mm-hmm. So let's go on to number the next one, which is number three. And I believe is that featuring Travis Scott? Am yeah. I that correctly? Okay, so Diamonds Dancing featuring Travis Scott. Whenever you ready, man. All right, let's do it. A few moments later. All right, so what you think, man? I actually really like that joint. I like the beat. I like the flow from both um, Young Thug and Travis Scott. And again, these are two artists. Of, there at the end. Huh? Oh, Gunner was there at the end as well. Oh, was he? Oh, oh yeah, he is on the. I, I almost honestly, I almost didn't peep that until I seen that he was on the song. I seen the. Yeah, because I definitely heard Travis Scott's voice, and I heard him talking about cactus. So I just kind of that was him at the end of the joint. No, too. but was that him rapping at the second verse, and then he switched it over to his regular? Because I feel like that didn't sound like Young Thug, but at the same time, I had never heard Travis rap like that. But it was pretty interesting to hear him rap like that. It kind of sounded like Travis to me, and like I said, the fact, and I, I was kind of confused as to who it was, but the fact that he started talking about cactus something and like that's what i figured yeah. it was him in the second verse but no nah, i like the joint the beat was good the flow from everybody was pretty vicious like yeah that is that is definitely a joint i could go back and listen to again i'm actually might have to go check out this entire album oh i, I bro I'm, I'm definitely gonna we, we might have to, well i would say let's do an album review for this one but this one's like fucking an hour and a half long so i don't know about oh, that. Hold on. how many tracks are on this joint? oh yeah this joint got 23 songs on it Yes, sir. That'll be a long jump. Uh, 
definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we both agree. Vicious song. Mm-hmm. I, I think both, like you said, Travis, well, all three of them, Travis Gunner and, and, and Thug did their thing on the joint. The beat was fucking crazy, too. The beat was bumping like shit, dog. That joint was hard as shit. So, yeah, yeah that joint was dope. That joint was dope. For sure. But let's go on to the next one, uh, last one on this album that we're going to look at, which is number four, Solid, and it's featuring Drake. So we're going to get a, a nice Drake feature in here. We're going to see what the joint had like, man. All right, let's do it. Let's get it. A few moments later. All right. So what do you think about that joint? Me, it was cool. It was a little slow for my liking. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, who was on the second verse? Because I, it sounded like Drake on the second verse. And up until like almost nah, the end of it. That, that, that was Gunna. Well, actually, no, it was Drake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So so Gunna was doing um, the little, I guess, the bridge in this case, I guess it would be. Okay. Which is the, uh, after Drake raps his verse, he'll rap. You know, he'll do that. And okay, because um... see, I thought that was Drake on the chorus, too. I was like, wait a minute. Drake did the first verse, then the chorus, and then the second verse? So so Gunna just kind of sound like, okay. No, because, yeah, because, and, and again, that that's one thing that I was going to say that I kind of liked about this song. And I see that I, it looks like it's going to be an ongoing thing that because Gunna and Thug sound so similar, or, or at least they have a lot of, they can go back and forth. They kind of do the little styles and, and kiss thing where... You know, somebody will do one line and then Gunner will finish the other one and start it that way. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be really dope. I'm curious to see if they're going to continue to do that throughout the rest of the album. But I do agree. I feel like the song was a little slow. I like Drake's part a lot, but I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like it was it was too, it was almost too much on the song. I feel like it, uh, it could have been a little bit more stripped down. Yeah, I don't know. And, and then also there was like a space in between the end of Drake's first verse where the beat was just playing for, in my opinion, way too long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just think it was, it, it was, it was, it wasn't a bad song. It was good, but I still think the first two are way, way better. I sure. was just about to say that. Yeah. This is, if it, if we were going to vote them one through three, this would be the third one <laughs> for me on the jump. For sure. For the other sure. two were definitely better than this. Uh, but I, it's, it's not that I didn't like this song. It's just that again, like yeah. I just thought that for some reason, like, Great Drake and Gunna sound so much alike, and I was able to piece out when when Thug came in there. But Drake, to me, Drake and Gunna sound so much alike. I was just thinking that Drake was just going off on a song, and I was like, "All right, so when are these other niggas gonna pop up in there?" And then I heard right. Thug's voice, and I was like, "Okay, here he is. It's almost at the end of the song." But blah blah blah. Right. And then it was just like, "Okay." Then you found out Gunna's actually doing the chorus. Like Jesus Christ, y'all. This is why I miss niggas sounding different, dog. This is why I nah, miss niggas sounding different. That's a fact. That's a fact. But. All right, then. So let's um let's go on to that was all we were gonna do with uh Slime Language Two. Mm-hmm. It's looking like a good album, so we're definitely gonna check that out. For I'm sure. sure we'll both check that album out. But we're gonna go ahead and check out another album or another song from an album, which is the new Conway the Machine album called La Máquina, mm-hmm. which for those of you don't speak Spanish, the Machine in Spanish, mm-hmm. and I believe this came out this week, if I'm not mistaken, this past weekend. So uh yeah man he's he's been dropping a lot of shit man Conway I I haven't gotten a chance to listen to all of his shit because to be honest I've just been like there's so much music that gets released and if you listen to Benny the Butcher then you have you kind of don't have the time to listen to other shit because that's kind of taking the place of you know this kind of rap that you want to listen to you know what I mean but yeah. you almost for that for that reason we miss out on a lot of great music but this is why we do the first listen so exactly. we can both find a lot of this new shit so i think it's only right that we listen so since we're only going to listen to one song off this album to listen to the first joint just to see you know how this joint is set off and the energy that this joint is going to come with so um the first one is called bruiser brody um whenever you're ready all right let's do it bro a few moments later all right so what you think about that joint, bro? honestly i liked it lyrically but i was not a real real big fan of that beat it was a little repetitive, I would say. Um, I just feel like it was a little too, too strip, stripped off, stripped back, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do feel though, however, that this is typically the kind of beats that I've heard from Conway, yeah, uh, and just Griselda in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Benny the Butcher, even, but yeah, but definitely uh, Conway. And, and and I feel like in order for him to really, you know, see any kind of mainstream success, which I don't know if that's what he's going for or not, but I would assume he wants to get some good money out of the rap game and I don't know I just feel like he might have to like you said switch it up a little bit I'm curious to go back to this you know to the rest of this album just to see 
you know, how the other songs are. But, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think the beat was a little repetitive, but the rapping was dope. Yeah, no, he's always a beast. Like, I can never I can never say anything about the way Kanye, uh, Kanye about the way Conway raps. But, like, yeah. this beat, yeah, I was not really a big fan of it. But, I mean, like, s- lyrically, it lets you know what you're in for on this album. Like, for real, for real. So. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, no, definitely, um... I just, I don't know. Like I said, I'm curious to see how uh, the rest of the album is going to be instrumentally. But again, like I said, having listened to Griselda music before, I know typically they like to stay in a certain uh, pocket when it comes to beat selection. So we'll, we'll see though whenever uh, we check out the rest of the album. Bad. All right, well, that's all that we have for first listens today. But thank you all for checking out the episode. We always appreciate y'all listening, as y'all know. Uh, anything else that you wanted to drop on these people today? Any jewels? Hey, look, man, this is all I'm going to say, y'all. Keep washing your hands. We almost to the end of the tunnel. I'm trying to hit a concert. At, at least the end of the summer, maybe, you know, a little outdoor, little uh, amphitheater type of situation. Hopefully, we can, you know, we can figure something out and we can have some sort of concert because that man Cooper said that shit is definitely missed. You know, I just I was just hanging out with some friends for the first time in a long time because my folks both just got their uh, vaccinations. Nice. So, you know what I mean? I don't have to worry about per se them i guess in this in this case so i feel a little bit more comfortable about that and you know yeah man i'm ready i'm ready to get back out there so let's just keep doing what the fuck we gotta do y'all and yeah keep staying safe and, and hopefully this shit will be over sooner than later and we get back to it man for get sure. back to them in in-person shows too man exactly. for sure man because god damn it i'm tired of giving zoom and google meets all this goddamn revenue and all this shit dog fuck i'm me. telling you dog i'm telling you but all right, well, we're going to go ahead and end the show there. Thank y'all for listening, as always. Uh, y'all know y'all can check us out for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. You can check us out on your social medias on Instagram and Twitter, at HQ Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, you can go to Google.com and search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast, and you will find us there as well. But yeah. for my man, Mr. Chris Ben Based, we are up out of here today. Thank you, y'all, again, as we always multiple, multiple times in episodes say, thank you for <laughs> listening. You know, stay safe. Keep your hands clean. Keep your hands, wa- keep your ass washed. Yeah. And, yo, be good or be the best that you can be. That's all we can really ask. You know what I'm saying? And like we always say, man, just make it all proud at the end of the day because if that's not happening, then you fucking up somewhere. Basically. <laughs> all right, y'all. We out of here. We love y'all. Peace. Peace.